daily podcast where we discuss movie Tombstone minute by minute. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined, as always, through every single week we've done of this, my good friend, Joe. On, uh, we should just not even do this week. <laughs> we've got... we've Leave them wanting know, more. Like, it'll be our unfinished... Or we should record all these and then never release them. Oh, put them in a vault. Yeah, like that Prince... Is it like the Black album that Prince had that he... Yeah. Didn't he get all messed up on psychedelics and didn't want to release it anymore? Yep. Yep. So we should record all of these, then do a bunch of mushrooms, and then decide <laughs> it's not good enough and just never finish it. And then when it does come out, people will be really disappointed. They'll be like, oh, <laughs> wasn't yes. that good at all. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. We just have to never, ever release it. Uh, I... I'm a big fan of Prince, but I don't know if we should always follow everything he's done. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm sure. All right. Uh, so normally, you know, we would discuss Minute 126, but we've been doing this for a while, and we have credits, and we both kind of uh, agree, uh, you more so than me, that there's really nothing interesting in these credits. I, so, just, I never watched them, so I'm just so, assuming. Uh, I, will, I will do my part. I have one... Fun fact for every minute in the credits. But, Joe, I know you have a topic for every single day this week that I'm excited about. Yep. So, so um, why don't you tell us your topic? I will tell you my fun fact, and then we can dive into your topic. Well, first, um, a little house cleaning. We said we would do uh, an Amazon review for every day for the last week. Oh, yeah. So, let's start with yep. that. This is okay. – um, I'm going to read a full – Four-star review here, okay? Okay. So just try to stay patient. This is a four-star review. Here we go. There was an awful lot of rounds fired from six shooters without the slow plot process of reloading. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I love the, the, the gun-reloading pedant population that watches movies. Ugh, they didn't reload a single time in that. Four stars. Would have been five. <laughs> it would have been five if they would have uh, included the reloading process during the editing. I saw Doc fire three times out of a double barrel shotgun one time, so really it should be three and a half, but Amazon doesn't let me do half stars. The movie would have been 143 minutes long with uh, <laughs> just 13 minutes of people loading guns. Uh, <laughs> we would have, we would have, re we would have revealed that... The Cowboys actually did a prank the whole time, and they were loading Curly Bill's guns with blanks, and that's why he never oh. had anybody. <laughs> they, they were that's... fooling. Here we are, minute 126. I'm a big fan of that theory right there. I love that. <laughs> which which that was Cowboy actually, do you think did it? It was Johnny Ringo because he wanted to be the leader. Oh. So then what happened where the marshal got shot? Um. Or because whatever. I, I think forgot. I forgot his name already. Fred White, man. Fred White. Fred yeah. White. Uh, so I think Johnny Ringo probably thought the night was safe. It was late. I bet you Curly Bill. He was high. Just took off. He was so high. Had, or, or that's the time he put real bullets in because he figured Curly Bill would go to jail for that. Oh yeah. Oh man, that Johnny Ringo, huh? Yeah. Ahead of his time. His his evil. Uh, credibility went up goes up a few notches if if this is true huge if true yeah. huge if true so uh transitioning then i thought today um initially 
I was going to write about the legacy or, you know, talk about the legacy of Tombstone now. Uh, how long has it been? 20, 24 years. years. Yeah, it will be 24 years in a few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I got bored pretty quickly of trying to find anyone who cares enough about the movie to write a retrospective. All I could find was a People magazine article where they're from the 20th anniversary and okay. all they just did was uh, it was a picture photo essay where they rated the mustaches. <laughs> so I didn't really think. Well, so we're gonna we're gonna talk awards today. The uh, movie did win. Uh, actually, didn't win any awards. No, it was nominated for two, and uh, we'll also discuss uh, Oscar the nominated or just a little bit. Uh, Oscar. We'll, we'll get to that later. But oh, okay. you said you had it. What's your thing? Yeah, well, I mean, we should talk about the movie a little bit. We have credits that are playing on Minute 126, and I I was like, oh, is there something interesting I can find? Uh, I found that ADR recording from Skywalker Sound. That's it. That's the only thing I saw that was interesting in this minute of credits. So, there we go. That's it. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Rob. (laughs) Yep. Hey, did a little research. They do that, like, I think over half of movies seem to do stuff like that at Skywalker. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, I don't think it means a whole lot, but I always think it's neat that it's like, oh, Skywalker, Skywalker sound. I mean, also, it could have been, what's it, ADR recording? All right, I was thinking it could have been they just, like, used a sound from the Skywalker sound, you know, like a, a gunshot sound that they used, but it could be, I like suppose. Like Indiana Jones or something? Yeah, the Wilhelm scream. I don't think I heard a Wilhelm scream in Tombstone. Do we need to explain to the listeners what ADR is? Um, sure. You, do you, you want to do that? A, you want to give? Why don't you give them the brief uh, rundown? Well, my major. understanding of it: if you aren't happy with the recording of the sound that you had live, then you can go in a studio and then have someone essentially re-record or redub over that. A lot of times, you'll see that when. Uh, you have like a two shot of someone back and forth talking and you don't see the other person, you know, you see someone reacting to someone talking. A lot of times that's ADR. Yep. So it's, yeah, re-recording that dialogue. And and a lot of movies, like if you go back and look at the spaghetti Westerns, everything was done ADR. They didn't even yeah. record sound on at all on the set. So I sometimes have students that will check out those, those great old, great Italian spaghetti Westerns and they're put off a bit by the, the dialogue not matching up with their lips you know the it's it looks like it's pretty bad dubbing but that's because well you you would know this even better than me but the the italian actors are speaking italian and the american actors are speaking english on the set because they know yep. it's all going to get recorded later anyways which is kind of interesting i even uh um star wars a lot of uh the original star wars movie has a lot of adr of um just replacing people's voices not just Darth Vader, obviously, but I mean, like, <laughs> a lot of the officers and stuff. If you're interested in that, the Lord of the Rings Extended Edition um, DVDs, I think it's from Fellowship, but it might... No, it's, I think it's from the Two Towers one. Uh, if you're interested in this kind of thing, they show the guys that create the sound effects. You okay. know, that will, like, get the sound of, like, marching and, like, chains and, like, swords clinking and stuff. And they 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 filmed the guys recording it. it. It's really fun to watch. It looks like a really fun job. Hmm. Uh, so let's get into the awards. Um, so it was nominated for two MTV Movie Awards. Oh, MTV Movie Awards. Okay. That uh, I believe isn't that where it looks like the the space dude guy. Is I thought it was statue? popcorn or something. Oh, maybe it's popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. The music. The 
Video Music Awards maybe are the other one? I don't I know. I think, yeah, those are the Moon Man, and the other ones are like Golden Popcorn. The uh, It was uh, nominated for two awards. Best Male Performance, Val okay. Kilmer. And Most Desirable Male, Val Kilmer. Oh. Most Desirable Male. So when they do the... Are there podcast awards? Are there podcasting awards? I believe there are, yes. Do you... What if we're both nominated for Most Desirable Male? Will that split our friendship? Um, I I <laughs> I would want nothing more than to, to to be nominated with that along with you, because um I would love to. I don't even care who wins. Hopefully, me, but us sitting at a table because I imagine this being like a live show, and like one you know them showing like the pictures of everyone nominated and you and I, um in there on like you know like a five screen and then they say my name and just your your side eye you would give me of anger <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just rolling my eyes so bad yeah <laughs> and if it was like the golden globes where everyone's drunk during it my face would already be all flushed red from the champagne and stuff <laughs> i would look so bad I would be putting ice packs uh, on my face when I knew I wasn't on camera to try to make the red my the red cheeks go away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the question I had for today is: Should it was not nominated uh, for any of the any Academy Awards? Nope. Should it have been? So um, I did do. I looked into this a little bit. So this would have been the 66 Academy Awards, right? Yes. For the year, this would have been. So, obviously, the one that makes sense, the one that people talk about a lot is Val Kilmer should have, not even just nominated, but should have been won an Oscar for his role as Doc Holliday. Um, We'll come back to that because that's what I think that'll spark the longest discussion. Okay. So, we'll come back to that. Uh, Do you think it should have won for any other categories? No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I guess you could... Like cinematography is an interesting one, but that's actually ninety. That year is a, kind of a sneaky good year of some great movies. Yeah. So it Schindler's List won for cinematography, and yeah, um, yeah. I mean that that deserves I, a win. The piano it. was nominated for a lot of stuff that year too, and I, I've seen the piano, but only on a, a pretty bad transfer on a DVD. Okay. But from what I could tell from that bad DVD, it looks like it had great cinematography. Yes. It <laughs> like does. its use of color is really interesting, but I the transfer on it is just like a small step above VHS quality. What and about best costume design? Best costume design. Yeah. I yeah, for sure. I mean, you're going to go against Schindler's List again in the piano. I mean, uh and Age of Innocence one. Age of Innocence. So you have three pretty big period pieces that you're going against um and then there's orlando was nominated i can don't i do not remember that i have no memory of that movie whatsoever i just looked at from 92 with tilda swinton and billy zane Zane! (laughs) no (laughs) oh my god do you see the name of his character no marmaduke bonthrop shelmerdine (laughs) we have to watch this Maybe this should be the thing. Listen, it's your fault, everyone. We didn't get enough things for wider. Now we're doing Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> it's based on a Virginia Woolf novel. Oh, man. What is oh. <laughs> like Billy Zane. Look at that. That's so many zany minutes. He's in the cover or the poster. He's naked in bed with Tilda Swinton. Tilda Hot. Swinton, man. It's Wow. 
The book describes the adventures of a poet who changes sex from man to woman and lives for centuries, meeting the key figures of English literary history. This actually that sounds absolutely fantastic, actually. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Well, let's. I'm gonna mark, write that down on the chalkboard. <laughs> Orlando. Orlando. 1992. <laughs> That's so great. And, uh, it also was up against Remains of the Day, which okay. I don't think I've seen that movie, but I've read the book. It's a really good. Yeah. Book. Um, that's, those are some heavy hitters. I'm just going to, they're all like older. Well, the piano isn't as well. I guess they're all period. It's always period pieces that get costume design. Yeah. Or suicide. Piano's definitely, uh, is, I think piano takes place before tombstone historically or around the same time. How about, how about best makeup? If we, if we, if they said the mustaches aren't real. Then sh- does it immediately merit nomination for best makeup? Yes, I I think either way. What even if they are real? I mean, they still look great. But is that considered makeup? Yeah. That's hair, right? Or is makeup is makeup and hair part of the same thing? Yeah. Okay, so makeup and hairstyling is one one topic. Yeah. I mean, I'm not okay. saying it should have beat Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. Absolutely. Fun fact: This is true. I'm what I'm telling you is true. I rewatched it again last night. Again, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, <laughs> it's still really great. It's still really great. <laughs> it's. Uh, <laughs> it was a it was a drive by fruiting. <laughs> uh, Maybe <clears throat> art direction just for the. What a cool job they did with the town. Make me, um, I don't yes, know. I don't know if that if that's where that goes into, but uh, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, it I, as much as I love Tombstone, it's not the sort of movie that gets much um, Oscar buzz, even if it a lot would. of times and, the westerns will get the ma- the costume or the art design love. Well, that's that's what I was going to mention. Even considering that, considering the year this all happened. You have a lot of period pieces that um, were pretty big deals. Plus, Unforgiven won the year before. Oh, yeah. I, so maybe <laughs> it's probably not looking very good in comparison, which is fair. They're just westerned out. So let's get... Uh, I don't think... I, I can say that no movie deserved to win its respective award that year more than Wallace and Gromit in the wrong trousers for Best Animated Short. I, I that's that's maybe my uh, favorite Wallace and Gromit short. Yes, that is the best Wallace and Gromit short. I would agree. Plus, I just love the word trousers. <laughs> that's my favorite word. <laughs> okay, best supporting actor. Okay. Let's let's go nominee by nominee leading up to the winner and decide if Val deserved to be nominated over that person. Okay. All right. So we we start with Pete Poslethwaite. Who yes. most of our listeners will not know by name, but as soon but as you see face. his face, you'll be like, "Oh, yep. it's that guy." Yep. He probably is most famous for what? Uh, I, Usual I Suspects. Think that's what that I was, was the first movie where I noticed him. Like, uh, isn't he the one of the dads in Romeo and Juliet? Yes. Uh, let's see, Inception. I don't remember He's... what he was. He, I think Inception was his last movie. In uh, the town as well. Or, or the, town. the town. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, no, here. he's definitely a guy that uh, if you look up, you will you will recognize him. 
for sure. So he he was nominated uh, for his role in In the Name of the Father, which I have seen but do not remember well. I have seen as well. I remember the performances are amazing. Obviously, of Daniel Day Lewis. Um, and Can we just say this guy probably deserved to be nominated over Val Kilmer just based on reputation. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming he was better, but I I don't know. I don't have a. Pro- yeah, I mean, this is what's weird is like we don't have obviously now we could be like, well, more people know, you know, uh, Doc Holliday's character, you know, Doc Holliday and, and Tombstone than in the name of the father's, um, you know, whatever character he played. But, you know, in the name of the father, there's a like Jim Sheridan movie. It's got Daniel Day-Lewis and Emma Thompson and him. Like, that's a really well done movie. I I'm guessing. If I recall correctly, he's pretty great in it. It got nominated for like a lot of major awards. You can't like be mad that he got nominated over Val Kilmer. That, that's fair. Um, let's see. Next uh, on the list here, John Malkovich from In the Line of Fire, which is a so weird this, nomination. Yeah, this is the one that I could see switching out. That I think Val Kilmer probably deserves this one. Underrated movie in the line of fire, as I recall. But I would imagine if I rewatched it now, it would be incredibly silly. But when I was a kid, I thought it ruled. Yeah. Uh, then we have Ray Fiennes from Schindler's List. He deserves it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> he's a complete nutcase in that movie. Also, well, uh, yeah, I know that movie's in black and white, so this sounds weird. But also remarkably pale performance. <laughs> I remember him sweating and being pale a lot. Oh, yeah, another Similarity one. Similarity there. Then, and I was afraid to bring this up because I don't want us to say the wrong thing. Yes. Leonardo DiCaprio as Arnie Grape from What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I remember seeing that a long time ago. I think, you know, pre-DiCaprio uh, pre becoming a huge star and thinking he was incredible in it. I have no problem with him staying in there, even though it does sort of like hit the trope of like if you play someone – who's mentally disabled, you often get nominated. But, like, he's yeah. fantastic. If I recall, now, it's that might been a not long age time. Well. It, it not might not age well. well, but I remember it being great. Yeah, I remember seeing it very young, you know, probably, I don't know, 13 or something like that. Sure. And, and not even knowing, like, I didn't really know much about who Leonardo DiCaprio was at the time and, like, just didn't, like, didn't even know he was acting. Yeah. Then we have the winner, Tommy Lee Jones from The Fugitive. Yeah. So Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive in some ways is like a bigger, more popular at the time version of Val Kilmer in Tombstone, right? Like where it's the secondary character that's kind of a star but also like has so much charisma they almost at times steal the movie away. But the thing is The Fugitive was a huge hit and I think nominated a ton of awards too. So I have no issue with Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive also a great movie yeah that movie's awesome and, and yeah there there's a there there is a that is a good point the similar the, the dynamic between tommy lee jones and harrison ford and then kurt russell and val kilmer yeah there's a yeah i'd say harrison ford and kurt russell are both given roles that are not super fun because they have to be pretty dour and serious the whole time yeah, one's, one's wife was murdered, and the other one just let his wife more or less murder herself. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I have uh, 
to wrap up the conversation, The Fugitive was nominated for Best Picture too, and I have this strangely vivid memory of watching Oprah, like probably a couple weeks before these Academy Awards. So this would have been probably January '93, so I would have been ten. And she had a panel on, and they were talking about the Academy Awards. And there's this one critic on there that said The Fugitive should win Best Picture. And I remember cheering it because that was the only movie that I had seen. Yeah. And 10-year-old me was sick of hearing about Schindler's List. <laughs> uh, boy, I was brilliant. But I don't know why I remember that. I remember it like as clear as day like it was yesterday. And that's one of those weird things that just stuck with me. I wonder who that was. I should see if I could figure that out. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I'd say Schindler's List, probably a better movie than The Fugitive. I'd yep. say 10-year-old me was quite wrong. Fugitive, still a little more rewatchable. <laughs> I knew it was only a matter of time until you said something. Um, I, agree. I agree. Do you have anything else, Joe? <laughs> nah, that's enough for that stuff today. I guess. <laughs> well, yes. We've so, got a in lot conclusion, there. we, uh, after this long discussion, our take is, eh, Tombstone shouldn't have won anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or been nominated. It's fine. Yeah. It's great. I- it's fine that it's aged as well as it has and that people love it, but it doesn't necessarily mean it deserved an Oscar. You know, it's sort of yeah. those those things can be different. Yeah, fair enough. All right. We'll be back. Well, tomorrow, are we going to come back though. tomorrow or, oh. or should we just bury it? Oh, yeah. I have another fact about the credits that I'm sure we'll oh, throw our listeners back. All right. Great. Get excited, folks. Um, and then I think you have a topic tomorrow as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. All right, we'll be back.